basically, it'd be, it'd be a pajama. Yes, their pajamas, and yeah. then they have the open crotch pajamas. So, yeah, don't think about it too hard. <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. We got feedback, you know. We, we, you know, we normally don't get feedback, but you know, we should probably at least read it out. Read it out. You just like because it's positive feedback. <laughs> I'd post negative feedback if we had some. I'll work on that. So yeah, hi folks. Uh, we uh, one of our listeners, uh, our very loyal listener, very loyal listener, Nathan Roberts gave us some feedback, and not just on the past episode, on the past twenty six episodes. I have, a, I have a feeling Nathan cherry picks episodes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So let's see. What, what voice should I use for Nathan? Don't insult him with one of your silly voices. <laughs> oh, but I could talk like this, but, you know, do him in, in Newf Gill's voice. He wrote, uh, Goodness, this game is a cracker, John. Uh, how does uh, uh, Bernie Will get 26 sessions in? Frickin' sweet. I just re listened to the whole podcast series again. End to end on a long return car trip to visit friends and family. It's wonderful seeing the characters grow and change. I also like picking up on things I missed in previous listens. Huzzah! You seem to be having a wonderful time playing. Great gaming group, fantastic game, happy as a dwarf with a playful Oofkill's finest. Yay! Yay! Does Oofkill's finest even exist yet? Like it used to be called Bear's Finest. <laughs> Glad Nathan's enjoying stuff, and I hope more people are too. Glad to. Thank you for listening, Nathan. As for the dwarves, we had an extant failed scavenging test for one. And I can't remember if it was goblins or something in the room with us. Yeah, I'll get to that. I've had time yeah. to think of devilries in the, in the interim. No, it- oh, something I was fuzzy about last week was... Uh, there were some dwarven scouts that weren't recovered, which is why Fandral, I think, still has the belief about finding the rest of the scouts. I can't for the life of me remember what I said on that matter, since I was stupid enough not to write it down. You had the uh, scouts we did rescue said there were more somewhere else. Okay, if, if that's all I said, great. Wonderful. Then we, that can, we can work with. And uh, for for Ulfkel, um, you finished the belief about um, scrounging for supplies. You you didn't really find any, right? Uh, that was that's right. Yeah, yeah. For the failed test. So now we are now we're facing some form of adversity. So probably a belief uh, appropriate belief for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so you may uh, wish to hold on to that slot until I reveal exactly what you're up against. Uh, uh, I, no, it can be very simple. I will lead my I will lead my fellow dwarves safely back to the camp. I suggest you hold on. <laughs> okay. We'll just, I, I'll just put a, I'll just put a placeholder in there. I'll just put the word that, that, that little voice in your ear. Uh, the, yes, the three other of you, not four or five, three. The three other of you, others, please remind me if, if I forget to, you know, go, stop, Ulfkel, maybe you would like to write a brief about this. Flint, 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 flint. You still have found what happened to the missing scouts. Yes. Find the secret entrance. You have found the secret entrance. Uh, would you like to rephrase that somehow or leave it? Like, like just take off the last bit. 
when I'm unmuted, I will say, <laughs> and I just edited that to say, and open the secret doors to Scoria D. Okay. That is a, that's an interesting belief. I'll, yes, yes. It, well, it's, it's, it's our path to glory. So that, yes, that's. Yes. And it was, cert- it was certainly fall under the auspices of being, uh, the prince's dude. Um, <laughs> and as for slate, 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 uh, bringing arbalists back to camp would maybe be something. I mean, you have the arbalist and I think you, I think maybe I didn't reward that last time. You found it. I don't remember. Oh well. No one's going to die if you get an extra persona. Uh, the party would be scared and scoot him back to camp. Well, you have some of the scouts you could, um, but those are not all the scouts, obviously, so that's still in play. Could you think of something immediate that you could do that would impress stone bones? You don't absolutely have to come up with it now, but you can keep it in mind, and, and if it comes into your head... Oh, that actually brings up a rather good question that I been meaning to ask you. Oh, and that just just occurred to me while I was re-listening to our things. Does Stonebolts realize that Slate knows what he is? <laughs> I, I realize I never actually asked that. Never figured out the answer to that one. I think it would follow since you're protecting its secrets. That doesn't necessarily mean he knows I know. All right, fair enough. But I think also you suggested that, yeah, I mean, he's the only person who's, who you're close to, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. To me, it seemed obvious, but if you, if you think it's more fun that he doesn't know that you know. I think it's more intriguing, not so much fun for the character anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I like character torture, so bring it on. Then, I mean, no, I did not just admit to being a sadist. <laughs> so he does know, then. I would I would imagine so. Yes. yes. That's how I've been playing it, so um <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, uh tunnels, tunnels and dwarves or ruined breweries uh, dwarves. Personally, I I want to hear what's ha- happening uh with uh Slayton company. And I also want to see if you can uh bring some of the uh old soldier to it. Just just for giggles. Slayton company. I was going to say Ant no, Company. No, no, not Slate. Not Slate. Uskel. I'll get them straight. Scully, Slate. Uh, don't ask me how I got them confused. <laughs> and so it begins. The names. You can call me number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably what, what Fandral does. <laughs> and I almost said Flint there, so I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> now, uh, and now I can't remember his name. Scully <laughs> is, of course, watching the entrance to the the old uh, dilapidated um, brewery, right? So he's not actually in there. He's not yet. No, no yes, he was. It, we, I had were my dwarves out watching the entrance. No, I think yes, specifically yes. I'm going to keep watch because you never know with the, the sneaky buggers sneak up on you. I have a distinct memory of that. I did have a distinct memory of one of my guys sitting out there with the... Uh, He's with there, the, too. With the I left two of them out there. But you brought in two of them, and I forget. All right. Since you named them, and... No, here you are. Rudy oh, Slow Eye, Kim the Bottle Opener Apprentice, and Fror the Apprentice. So I think we left Rudy outside. Put those names in the chat. That would be awesome. All right. So I think Kim was the one of the tall ones who was with you in the... Uh, yeah, I think my two, the two, the, the two more uh, heftier, two more heftier, and not so swift on the uptake uh, dwarves. 
Right. Well, none of them are terribly sweet, though. Yeah, big. So you are going through this great half-rotted, uh, very mm-hmm. moist and misty kind of um, wet ruin of the insides of a uh, of an old brewer's hall with broken down equipment and so forth. It's dark. You only have your lanterns. Well, okay, you see fairly well, come to think of it, you're, you're dwarves, so you see the bulks of, of uh, old half-ruined vats yep. and, and uh, tons and such. And, and, none, and none of the iron rings that are used to hold the barrels together are, are worth anything because they're just rusted. Yeah, yeah. With the exception of like one or two that you maybe pass because they were made by a superior workman or something, right, who had some secrets. But you're not going to get anywhere with like two rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're all going through the um, the Great mm-hmm. Boots Hall, going through the debris. Uh, and, oh, remember, you found the two uh, dwarf skeletons. Yes. Uh, the remains of uh, what is presumably, what was it, pres- presumably a... Um, an Opal clan dwarf and a Gotterdam clan dwarf. Uh, That's right. And and I took the ring from the uh, the Gotterdam one because it was where he was wearing a ring. Right. And I took and the Opal had a uh, had, had a necklace or something like that, an amulet or something. Kind of easy to just sort of pull off. It comes. Here we go. No respect for the dead, that one. <laughs> no, no. You remember? Remember? And we and we basically were going to. Box them up in a. Oh right, uh, right, right. You did, in up. fact, you did, in fact, box we them did. up. Right, I remember now. You yeah. you put them in, yeah. in separate boxes, yeah, yes. and then back in the cart. It's <laughs> like it's more of an episode of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, you fixed that up and and you you started going through the debris and uh, realized that most of it is junk. In one of the corners, there's this heap of uh, broken barrels and it's extra sort of moist and drippy. And you're sort of just passing passing it over with your lantern, uh, mm-hmm. like that. Nothing here. And then you notice the gleam of something on top of a barrel. And you look again, and it's this tarnished. Looking chalice. Uh, the palace? Is it within arm's reach, or do I have to clear debris to get to it? You can reach it, no worries. But as you approach, the, the, the thin mist seems to thicken, and it sort of brightens, and you can smell nog, right? Mm. Very weird. And then... Is it, is it a place? ghost? Spirits of past nog? <laughs> <laughs> the spirits of spirits past. Nog guides past, yes. As you approach, this happens, the, the mist kind of lights up. This great radiance just uh, bathes over you, and this figure is sort of uh, constituted or, or, or materializes in the mist, sort of hovering above and behind the uh, <laughs> above and behind the chalice, right? And it appears to be the shape of a woman, maybe, but kind of an elfin shape, not not your usual dwarf. She just appears like a dream that's come back to you, like 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 mist that returns when the sunlight bleeds away. It's it has this mystical, weird uh, thing, and she hovers there like splendid, like a silvery fairy fire, like more more beautiful mm-hmm. than rose-lit dawn on the snowy mountainside, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And she smells like a delirious fantasy of honey-bright nog. 
and she shimmers mm. like a perfect forge flame on the perfect pale head of that ultimate and incomparable draft of the gods. In short, <laughs> she's magnificent, but <laughs> before you scramble for the dice, you're, you're standing there and, and Keem is sort of coming up near and, and, uh, Fror is, is not far behind and they all see her too. With this kind of dewdrop glister of dew-like loveliness, she raises her hands to beckon you all and she speaks with a voice that's like, you know, the witching lilt of elven kind and she says, Oh, fair are the suitors come to my side. Drain my chalice and this body and all the glories that it holds shall be yours. Hmm. It sounds like I need to make a, a, a steel test oh, at this absolutely. point. Straight up steel test, and whichever is highest mm. of your hesitation or your greed exponent, that's that's your, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're both five, so I need to be, be a five. Luckily, I rolled a four, and I got, got two sixes out of that. So, no, no, steel automatically opened, or do we need a spin? Yes, fate steel, steel is automatically uh, open-ended. You may also Sorry. spend one fate to uh, re- re-roll a traitor. Let's see what I get out of just re-rolling the uh, sixes first. Okay, so you have four successes. Oh! And five, I six have, successes. Uh, re-roll that, that six again. You have seven. I have seven. Have seven successes. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hands out to make no of this. Because <laughs> we saw over there, they point in the direction where the bodies were. What happens when you drink of this dog? Get away, foul, foul spirit. And leave us be. <laughs> Excellent. So how many over is that? Just two over. All right. Well, there's plenty over. Here's the thing. <laughs> you are not affected. Oh, first of all, there's a, uh, there's that sort of invisible silly, didn't mention it clearly in the rules, uh, routine greed test that you should record no matter what for being presented with this craziness. What is what is your steel exponent? It's six. I have a six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's a difficult, because it's five against my, against my uh, hesitation or, or uh, greed, which, right. is bo- which are both five. Right. Uh, do you know <laughs> what? You are just now facing something... And- like a big, huge spirit spirit activity thing. So that's a situational mm-hmm. steel test of an Orb Seven. So, so she does the, uh, the, the either the Ghostbusters where the spirit turns goes from the nice little lady to a hideous monster, or from the angels in Indiana Jones turning into hideous monsters. Am I correct? <laughs> <laughs> you will see. All right, so I make that roll for the uh, steel test, a seven. No, not seven. I got no, 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 no. It's a situational steel test. So uh, you just record it. Just by ah. encountering uh, this individual, right? It's a tense thing. I would make you test if if it wasn't also a greed thing. Uh, that means I actually get to do this. I get to change my seal to B seven. Yes, imagine that. It's totally one of those moments where you <laughs> realize that you're much nervier than you maybe imagined. However, Keem and Floor <laughs> are not as steely. Mm. And I and I lack command to even order them about. <laughs> While you are rebuking the ghost and her tempting wiles offer, yeah. yes, yes, wiles, of course, yes, wiles. What well, I, I was imagining myself. I was imagining myself putting my arms out though, trying to block the two of them though. You could totally do that. Let's see. Uh, so first, so first, Keem just stands there, jaw open, 
half drooling, uh, his lantern is on the floor, and someone failed the green test. <laughs> <laughs> and Floor is totally barreling for the chalice. Like you can mm-hmm. see that madness burning in his eyes, and and you know the glint of his bared teeth and the the spittle on his gleaming lips as he he has that oh. dwarf greed madness of I must have it. So are cursed items fairly indestructible in in Burning Wheel? Well, it depends on who made it, I guess. Certainly there are artifacts that would be very difficult to well, destroy. I'm so how, how many cursed items have you ran across? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make use of my instinct. Always keep your weapons handy. Out comes the hammer and down on that chalice. Do you want to flatten it or do you want to strike it away? I want to drive that thing flatter than a pancake. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if you are faster than Thror first. Let's see speed to get to it. Oh, speed. Or Thror. Thror. It's four. It's a versus test. So I'm going to roll for Thror, four dice. And I got two successes. All right. I got four dice as well. And I roll. And I got three successes. So yep. you're there right in, in front of the, the chalice, and the hammer comes swinging, and this is That's a shoddy hammer, isn't it? Uh, it's a human hammer. Yeah. Uh, you hit it decently in the middle, but uh, it it kind of just flumps. You you, you know, you, you do that overhand, two-handed swing thing. And yeah. It doesn't hit it straight on, and instead the chalice spins up in the air and and uh, clatters away on on the stone floor amid the debris. You don't see if it's ruined or not, but you see right away that uh, the ghost is not happy. She just turns into this big, huge, sparkling, fiery aurora, and this high-pitched, vengeful scream just begins to pound your eardrums. And all around you, through the cracked through the cracks and interstices, through the gaps <laughs> between the stones. <laughs> That's much easier to say. This, this ghostly, baleful, uh, red, sparkling fire leaps up, tall as two dwarves, all over in irregular patterns, and, and it begins mm-hmm. to consume everything. It's as if it's burning uh, from the, the wet, and, mm-hmm. uh, and Keem is caught and uh, you know he his one of his uh, sleeves catch fire and he comes out of his drool and starts uh, waving around burning uh, you know oh, oh, oh i'm on fire i i have command and learning skill which means i can't fork anything into it i'm going to i'm going to issue a command stop leave this place go that way start issuing commands and hopefully i they'll listen hmm. do you have Can- i don't know uh conspicuous would perhaps be I'll I'll go with command if you don't have a conspicuous. No, don't get conspicuous. So right. I'm going to yell out commands and tell them you know, which way to go get the hell out of here. This place is cursed and blah 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 blah. I'll give you an advantage die for the obvious fact that you are in <laughs> dire <dying of> peril. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So I get six dice then. But right. So the ob- yeah. the orb is six. It was three, and then you get double the six. Yes, okay. yes, yes. It's three uh, to begin with. So it would be a routine right. test. Ooh, I'm just one shy. Burn that fate point. Ah! 
I came so close. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so you can record a test at least for op- toward opening it. Should have maybe told you. Uh, uh, an, an Either Fror is going to be going after the chalice no matter what. Yes, yes. And and Kaim's going to be running around like a chicken with his head cut off, going, I'm on fire! I'm on fire! In, in fact, he <laughs> runs deeper into the, uh, like, he leaps through this wall and just vanishes. You know, Fror has, into the wall. Fror has dived into the debris after the chalice you, you smacked. In fact, I'd like you to make a speed test on the three to uh, not get burned by the uh-huh. uh, crazy spirit flames. Speed. All right, so what's my target number again? Ob three. Sadly, another routine, but... Uh, okay. Oh, no. So, yeah, so can I spend a fate to reroll traders in this, or... No, you nope. can't. So, yeah, so I'm, ca- I'm caught fire. At least, at least my clothes are on fire. At least my clothes are on fire. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what's your armor? What do you have? What kind of armor do you have? I, I assume it's it's light mail or something, right? Gray shaded... Uh, no, actually, no. Uh, gray shade heavy mail. Gray shade heavy mail? Remember, I fixed it. You know, Davlin gave you something, right? Didn't he? I had to fix it. It was one of those you things where you fixed it up to a gray. You are not a gray dude. Was... Well, that's what's written down there: gray shade, heavy mail. I got it somewhere. It's a it's a G four, G four D. I don't know. What I mean, did it say before? What what? It originally was a dwarven light mail vest. Then somehow or another, I got a gray shade heavy mail vest. Heavy mail after that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll have to go back and listen to that episode. But it doesn't matter too much in this context because you know magic. It's not too bad. Uh, it's a B four wound, right? That shouldn't be too horrible for you. Yeah, my mortar wound is B eleven. Do I need to roll against that to see if I actually... No, no, no. You it? just record a, a B4 wound. Didn't we write down your uh, wound track stuff? Okay, so first of all, your your superficial is equal to half your fort rounded down plus one. So that is a B3. Your mortal was 11. If you look at page 98, you should I be able to figure out myself. Yeah. everything yourself. Yeah. It's right yeah. there. And this is a B4 wound, so it's... It's going to fall between your uh, superfi- your superficial and light. So it's only a superficial wound, meaning you take a plus one obstacle to everything uh, as long as you're burning and hurting until you're healed, until someone applies a, a, a fine medicament, some kind of salve. Let's hop on over to some other dwarves, crazy dwarves. The last I remember, you were leaving the fantastical door and repairing to the storeroom where you had discovered the captured... Uh, scouts, some of the captured scouts, uh, and rescued one of them from almost certain torture and, uh, and possibly death. That's where you are. You were, I'm um, going f- to find the remaining scouts then. That, that, that was the top priority. And, uh, there were others in the tunnels and the, the surfacer dwarf, Torrid, as the, uh, one of the scouts <coughs> informed you that was the, the instigator for Roar's latest, Roar's latest, latest boneheaded, uh, si- yeah, silliness. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you, you, uh, with some uh, begrudging from the rest of the dwarves, you, uh, return to the storeroom, uh, where, uh, Slate is, is patching up the, uh, the wounds of, uh, the uh, dwarf on the rack. There was, there was one passage that leads further into the tunnels that you hadn't gone down. That seems to be the obvious Root, uh, and you have your your axe bearers and 
the scouts you found who were not on the rack uh, had been given simple weaponries. And while they're kind of a little dehydrated and banged up, they're not, they haven't been tortured the way the, the dwarf on the rack has. So uh, they're also kind of with you, if you wish. Be holding up the rear. All right. An unusual or uh, uh, an, an un, unaccustomed position, but uh, no one is complaining. All right, so Flint, you want to? I might be helping uh, Slate with field dressings. I actually know how to do that. All right, cool. You want to scout uh, down the tunnel, or do we just all want to charge? <laughs> uh, well, okay. So, so the scouts are like, uh, well, we uh, haven't seen them. We haven't seen them since they they passed on a, a day ago. I'd say scouting is probably the wiser route. And should we leave some some men here for just to make sure the our, our friend here is uh, being taken care of and not eaten by you know stragglers or something? We'll have Slate see to him and have the other not hundred percent folks that we just rescued stay. All right, okay. Slate, are you cool with this, or do you want to go chase chase dwarves? Since that's in your belief. Well, I was gonna say it's in my belief, so no, I'm not cool with this. Interesting. Well, we could use you in case any of them are injured. Everybody here is pretty much patched up to the best of my ability. I should go with you. Then Flint, you want to go scout? Sounds like a plan, sir. If we do not want to leave our rescued dwarves here uh, by themselves, perhaps you can uh, draw them a map back to the camp. Oh, we're not sure we want to move Blin there without having the Chirurgeon with us. Oh, Fair boy. enough. And, you know, we'll have to, we'd have to figure out some way to get back up um, into the... Oh, yeah, the well. Yes. yes well, right. well, while you start scouting ahead, I'll do a quick map just in case they need it. Oh, oh okay, cool, interesting. Just for fun, let's, let's make, a, let's make a, a graduated cartography test. That's always a routine test, and you you always just take your dad the dice you have and you you roll them, and let's see how many successes you get. Let's see how clear a map you draw. All right. Put stick figures on it. <laughs> Goblins here. <laughs> yeah, one success. I'll be kind to them and uh, throw a fate. Cool. Don't forget to record that on yeah. cartography. No, oh, didn't help. Ow. Okay. Well, you draw a serviceable, simple map. And they're scouts. They they know. Yeah. <laughs> that way. They sort of remember. I mean, it's not like they were beaten over the head and dragged around. Is it possible I could help lead them back to camp and then catch up with the other two? If that's what you want to do, I'm not going to stop you. If- Actually, I should ask, how long is it to camp? It's not too long, but it is a twisty way. Then you would have to find your your way back on your own, and I there may take still the be, map with me. There may still be goblins around. If you still want to, uh, you know, risk it, that's cool. You can yeah. totally rewrite your belief and say, "I'm going to lead the remaining scouts to camp." If you want, that's what I was thinking of doing. Actually, yeah, yeah I'll do that. If okay. we have a surplus scout to send with uh, Slate, it probably wouldn't hurt because. Navigating by yourself is probably never a, a good idea. And also, uh, a surplus scout would be able to lend a hand towards moving uh, the wounded. Well, uh, it would have to be a surplus expert since you are the, the scout. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. that too. <laughs> but, they, I mean, you have the other That's scouts. They're hurt, but they're not broken. And you have the map, so or they have the map, so... Um, uh, I guess we'll have faith. 
<laughs> All right, we'll see how it goes. Okay, I changed my belief to lead the scouts back to camp, then rejoin the group to look for the others. I'm going to take the map because... Map. Of course, you have the map. It is now an icon of your head. <laughs> um, okay, uh, yeah, the experts are, are uh, sort of uh, taking their, you know, little sips from their um, water slash beer flasks, I guess. Like a pick-me-up between stuff and uh, getting themselves ready to to go into the deep, uh, deep, the deep. <laughs> beer skins, yes. Beer skins. Tiny beer skins, yes. They don't want to be too drunk when they get to fighting. The the scouts are are, are shaping up, and, and uh, I, I guess they would start to fix up some kind of makeshift stretcher for Blin, the, the, the dwarf on the rack, who's still kind of out of it. Okay, so uh, finding remaining dwarves and so forth. That seems like an orienteering or tunnel-wise test or some some kind of uh, let's, let's let's find stuff and keep keep a watchful eye. And that would fall to Flint, I suppose, since you are now the only scout. Actually, we had Ty and Froomey with us as well. Oh, right. Oh, do you want to send one of them back then with the slate? Let's send Ty back. <laughs> with me, wow. Okay. Well, he's not there to provide uh, moral backbone. He's, he's, he's still a scout, so he knows how to navigate. And then if there's peril, he knows how to run. Fast. <laughs> With or without the stretcher. Great. Okay. That's, That's why you put him in the front end, uh, whether he can drag it. All right. So it's you and Froomey. That'll you, work. Your, your, your um, testy things. Oh, yeah. Testy things. Yes. <laughs> um, testy things. Hey. hey, we're scoutalicious. <laughs> You've been using tunnel-wise, yes, of course. So yes, you can throw down some tunnel-wise. I'm sure that'll come in handy. Uh, uh, do I get a helping die from uh, my... I was just thinking maybe I should uh, suggest you get something like tracking or something. Since Okay, fair enough. It depends entirely on how you're approaching this. Uh, if you're going by, oh, this is this kind of tunnel and this is that kind of tunnel, and they would totally not go down this path because that's like going to be blocked and so forth, then that's tunnel-wise. You, we don't have to figure out a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go and, like, smell the floor and, and, and um, <laughs> do other weird things that, that a tracker would if you, can, if you can figure out, like, if you can work out in the tunnel way, like where they would have gone. And what's what's wrong in this tunnel or what's weird with this tunnel? I speak to the earth and it listens and huh? gives me advice. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how wide this tunnel is. This is a perfect avenue for a goblin retreat. <laughs> I guess I should throw some dice down here. I've got a B3 in tunnel wise. What kind of obstacle am I looking at? You want to discover the uh, clearly the location of the uh, rest of the scouts and uh, where the goblins have gone. Hmm. With Tuttlewise, wow. That is probably an obstacle three, at least. Yeah. Uh, would I get any helping die from having a scout uh, yes, with an extra pair of eyes? Yes, you have a helping die from uh, Froomey, so four dice. Uh, we'll give that a shot. Uh, Can my cartography help any to... I've had maps of the area, and they're most likely to be uh, down towards the lower galleries. Uh, do you have your maps with you? Well, yeah, because we were we were looking for the Doom Gate. That is hilarious. That is pretty funny. So you have this this leather map roll 
that you can just uh, <laughs> oh yeah, flip a open pencil a, pull out some maps and start <laughs> <laughs> or a pouch or something if you fold them. I don't know. That yeah, is funny. Uh, yeah, have the leather tubes. Yeah, it yeah. just sounds neat. <laughs> Totally. So uh, if you're helping, that means you are also getting a test at uh, OB3 for cartography. So does he, he needs to be successful before? No, he I, just he just lends you a die. Well, we're up to five, and averages say I should be able to make it, so I, I think we'll, we'll risk it. so now? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I am prone to do that. Uh, we'll, we'll just take it at, at five. And survey says, uh, thank goodness for a six. <laughs> Arr, damn it. Okay. Stamp that persona, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yep. know, I know. Yep. So, uh, so what first kind of. Re- record the, the fate you spent, obviously, on um, Tunnelwise. So, is that considered a routine, five versus three? Yes, it is. It's uh, a rat's nest down here. <laughs> Again, I I should be more clear about, uh, like, uh, presenting possible outcomes and consequences before you test. What happens is you wander a bit. You do, in fact, find your way down to some lower levels further in towards Scoria. Actually, further out from Scoria, he goes. Doesn't go further in unless you (laughs) pierce the, the strange door. And you enter this kind of half flooded hallway. Uh, that's all full of lichen and debris floating around. It's possible, possible that this is some kind of leak from the lake. And, uh, you're sort of wading through it with like water up to your knees when things start to move in the water. Yeah. Huh. And it's all m- mucky and murky and you can't quite see what it is, but it's kind of slithering around the Experts are starting to swear and hack at the the water, and there's a bit of confusion. And uh, ye gods, I should uh, have you test something because this this should be an attack of some kind. Ye gods, it um, doesn't have to be. It could be a friendly greeting. <laughs> you well, okay, you're right. This, I am okay. Like I said, uh, it's something something weird and slither and grabby. And if you don't want to get grabbed, either retreat or or for for John ahead. That that would be an all three speed test. Yeah, the or retreat an... option sounds good. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so difficulty three, and you have a speed of four. Is that considered challenging? I need to. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Because you know what, I need a challenge. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry, speed. I'm sorry. It's difficult. It's, it's not difficult. challenging. Ah, ah! I need challenging. How can I make this more difficult? Tie your shoelaces together. Run into the wall. Hit your head. Get a wound, uh, <laughs> then it will be challenging. I think I'll pass on that option. We need to back up now. <laughs> so, so uh, it's like, oh, don't remember this. What's? <laughs> we're not alone here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can spend persona on that. Yes. Yes, of course you can spend persona on your speed check. Because, uh, boy, howdy, you know, that's something I really don't want to get drug under, even if it's only knee-deep. <laughs> so th- th- that'll get us up to five dice versus three. And kadoong! Yay! And I imagine there's no need to burn fate on that. Indeed not. If you get three successes, you 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 are retreated. You have retreated. We backpedal with grace. <laughs> <laughs> and up the short flight of uh, stairs up to the, the tunnel that leads into um, 
this section as the water begins to froth and uh, uh, drags one of the axe bears under. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What's Sandal doing? How's how is he doing? Are you retreating or or oh, what are you doing? I didn't I didn't know we were there. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you were in the middle of like wading through the water when when stuff started. When these slithery, grabby, weird, unseen things started moving through the water at you, grabbing you. And if you don't want to get grabbed, uh, speed test versus three to retreat. I don't want to get grabbed. We'll throw at least eight percent at that. Oh yeah, that's four. Awesome. Okay. So you also make it. The axe bears are having uh, mixed success. You know, they're they're sort of shouting and hacking at the water. And uh, you see the murk kind of uh, welling up uh, darkly, dark red from uh, one of the slashes. And like I said, one of, is dragged under. He comes back up and gasps and spews water. And then he's dragged under again by something vaguely snake-like. You think it might be snake-like? If I have a target, I'm going to swing my axe at it. You've retreated up the stairs. So you, you are not, in fact, in range. But uh, you could always throw an axe, I guess. Yeah, we'll throw an axe at it. Okay, cool. Hmm. You know what? Uh, you don't want to hit him. It must be nice to be the prince to throw away axes like that. <laughs> Grumbling flint. <laughs> Some of us have to pay for those. <laughs> Some of us have to make those. <laughs> okay, so I think if you don't want to hit him, and since it's messy and and their motion, and it's kind of a split second thing, it's an ob three throwing test. Cause me to throw all my persona away. So if you if you hit him, at least maybe you won't have to suffer so long. That's a positive, sure. Uh. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you hit him in the back of the head of the axe, and everyone looks at you. Mercy killing. <laughs> yeah, the prince like, I meant to do that. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll throw two persona at it. Wow, okay. You really want your axe bear. I can't just let my fellow dwarves here get dragged under by these... Uh... True, you do have a, a, a heroic reputation to live up to. I'm not that good at throwing. <laughs> hey, three. Oh, cool. And... Oh, wait. Oh, no, it's only two. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so difficult. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you ding him right to the head. Uh, luckily not with the axe blade, but he just stops moving uh, and... Well, I did get two successes. Come on. I probably didn't hit him. You do hit him, in fact. Since you didn't succeed, that, that's the suggestion I made in uh, a pre, yeah. pre-test. Consequences. But you, like I said, you don't hit him with the axe. I mean, you don't plant the axe head in the middle of his forehead or anything. You just hit him with a heavy part, and uh, he goes limp in the water, and then you see these snaky, tentacly, slithery things uh, grab hold of his uh, legs and pull him under. Yep, time to go fishing, sir. <laughs> he charged back in. charging at it? Froomey is like, oh, you're not going back in there. You're, it's murder. He's in your way. Yeah. Froomey, grab an axe or stand down. Look, wh- wh- we can't go through there. It's 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 madness. We have, we have to find a way around. He's lost. Can't lose the prince as well. That would be foolish. I don't have enough time for this. We get our man back, and then we find another way out. Well, well are you arguing with him, or are you just shoving him inside I- and... I'm shoving him aside. I'm intimidating. I'm commanding. Hey, I, I'm, I'm a go-to rescue the guy. 
He's not dead yet. So it's not a physical out of my way. It's it's a it's a social out of my way. It's a bark and bear my teeth. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. That's intimidating. Is the prince helping? Well, well if the prince helps, I'm assuming that uh, Froomey melts. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning on charging in there, so if Froomey's in my way, he might want to move. Uh, so you are not actually sta- – okay. Uh, I guess if the prince is not stopping to listen or or argue, then the, the prince is passed. But Froomey's actually still holding up Flint, so Flint would have to get him away before he can – Land Fandle a hand. I guess. Froomey, you're too loyal, damn it. <laughs> uh, luckily, Froomey, you, you have an extra advantage, you have an advantage to whatever you do, because Froomey is now distracted by the fact that Fandle slips past him. <laughs> oh, hey then, uh, mission accomplished, right? I distracted him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, be, uh, intimidation, fork in command, you know, that kind of thing. Rawr, says it. Stand down. And I go right. charging in after uh, Fandral. Uh, this is an ob three. If you fail, he's gonna, you know, wrestle you to stop. Uh, well, uh, I certainly have three dice for intimidation, and I'd like to fork in command. So that's four dice. You said obstacle three? Yes. Oh, Froomey's in the way. Do I get a die for maybe Fandral distracting me? Uh, you got an advantage die for yes. For that. Okay, so that five die versus three. This seems to be the story of Flint today. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, do you know what this is? This is a routine test, and you've been you, you need routine tests for your intimidation. <laughs> well, th- that's good, and I'm going to pile on a feet uh, as well because that seems to be my luck as it is. But this time we're successful! Yay! Oh, and you know what? This routine t- intimidation test means that you have three routine uh, tests. Four difficult, two challenging, meaning intimidation goes from B3 to B4. Bam. Level up. <laughs> My teeth get longer. And you <laughs> succeed, yes. <laughs> what can I say? It's just like, woo, he's serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I may not command by command, but I command by intimidation. So. All right, so, so you leave me there, you know, sort of tearing at his hair. Uh, while the experts are kind of uh, going from foot to foot, not sure if they should leap in and help, or or and possibly die, or or what. But you're you're both past Froomey. You can both help each other. You still see this the the head of this dwarf as it's. Well, I imagine it's like a wake running through the water. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just now dipping beneath the surface, and you're a little ways away, you know, a, a few strides wading away. Grab his collar with uh, one hand and swing the axe to start chopping the, at the tentacles. Uh, I think you need to grab him first. That seems like a speed test. It would be. What's with the speed tests today? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, a, it's the nature of the beast. If you fail, you're going to have to find him some other way, since he'll be dragged under the surface. Can I give him a helpful, helpful uh, hand with uh, dragging him, or is this a uh, raw speed uh, Fandral versus the Beast? I think, I mean, you want to help him either way. Absolutely, so, I'm trying uh, to grab the other side of the dwarf. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you probably push each other and, and so forth, so uh, lift your knees and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was more like grab hold and slam on the brakes. 
Uh, yeah, you can help each other with a speed test. That's fine. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll gladly give the prince an extra die. Let's make it a two this time. Ooh, it's plenty difficult for you. Five then. Ah, there we go. Not a problem. Wow. <laughs> you do, in fact, grab uh, the dwarf's collar, and uh, you are pulled into a bit of a pulling match. Hey, there you go. <laughs> the trash monster stories. <laughs> there is some similarity here, yes. But now, it, instead of tugging at one unconscious dwarf, it's str- struggling with the weight of three dwarves. Uh, awesome, John. Uh, the next failed test means that the walls are going to start packing. Creepio! <laughs> <laughs> You mean slate, slate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you grab all the dwarfs, and you uh, the dwarf, and you uh, you you pull them a bit uh, out of the water, but the the sneaky tentacle things are are pulling back, and that's where we're going to jump over to slate because that's exciting. That's that's exactly how it should be done. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, slate, you want to uh, guide or or have some help and, and return the dwarfs to um, <laughs> the camp. Hopefully, before unknowingly uh, returning to a an eaten expedition. Yes. Okay. So, uh, how would you like to go about this? Do you just go by the map, or consult one of the other dwarves, or? No, I'm gonna just go by the map because I trust the person who drew it. Awesome. It's not a great map, but. Um, hey, I'm smart enough to draw on the uh, fill in the blanks here. Yeah, yeah, and you did just kind of go through the tunnels down here, so. That's not a huge thing. The challenge is rather to get Blin, the the wounded dwarf, safely first up the little like waterfall crag that you had to go down with rope to get to the lake, uh, and then to sort of safely get him back through the various um, twists and turns of the tunnels. You could uh, rig something up where, with a rope and do some power power tests, tests, or you could try to command the, the the people to do it for you. Or oh, hang on, where's my power right now? Not very high. Nothing is very high, as I recall. <laughs> no, no, nothing is very high. Well, this is to get helpful hands. Yes, 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 absolutely. And and, and you get the right tools. And, and you're not under, and well, if you wanted to, you could take your time. So there's, there's certainly ways. You to want to get it. back to the expedition, so you can't take your time. Yes, yes. In fact, you probably want to work quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna work quickly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna direct because I think it'll be easier to have multiple dwarves carrying this guy than just me lugging him. Oh, so you're bossing them? Okay. What do you have in in terms of bossing people around skill? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Of course, extortion, but that's not going to work. Haggling. You kind of need uh, to have some leverage. I get the impression please doesn't work very well with dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Soothing plat. No, I have nothing. I have literally nothing. You have coarse persuasion, which is like the. You, you know, could use coarse persuasion. I could even see you forking in Spielweiss to sort of uh, lay it out in a way that would. Uh, I didn't know you could fork that in. Okay. Now you do. That's that's one of the great use of Weisses. You know, to, to, to formulate yourself in a way that will, will ingratiate yourself to them or, or, or make them buy whatever you're selling. So uh, you could borrow a die from Spielweiss and make that a course persuasion three. 
Uh, if, if you want to be all loud and stuff, you could you could fork inconspicuous. Of course, there's that still that uh, the chance of something rising from that scary lake. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, mm. And while the water is dark and blank and um, smooth now, who knows? Okay, I'm gonna go around it, and I'm going to boss the others to try and tie the. It's not stretcher; it's more like a litter to the rope and hoist it up. I mean, I'm going to climb up there first, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, hoist it up and hoist the others up, too. And I'm going to fork and steel eyes because I can. Do you want to, to say, f- this is the way it's going to work. Do you want to fork it conspicuous or not? Mm, no. <laughs> All, right. All right. I want to stay as quiet as possible in that place. For every extra success, if you want to work quickly, uh, you shave off a bit of time. Uh, so if you okay. get lots of successes, that's really good. Uh, it is an ob, uh, ooh, let's say three to get them organized, uh, you know, in an effective way. So they're not sort of jostling with each other or, or, uh, complaining that, oh, I stubbed my toe and okay, he's so... not pulling his end and, you know. <laughs> so I got course persuasion B2 and Spielwise B3. Uh, that, that means that you borrow a die from Spielwise. So you get, yeah, I get. Three die. Well, like I said, conspicuous. That that does bring the possible failure consequence of awakening the thing in the lake. Yes, returning it. You do have soothing platitudes. So if you're like, don't worry, it'll go fine. It's nothing. All right. Yeah, I can fork that into it. Okay. So climb up first, and you have the people hauling there. You can, you know, pat them on the back and go, great work, great work. Uh, forty-six then. She's only one success. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and no sixes. Ow. Okay. You have two successes. Still, it's a failure. So fours and fives. Okay. So, uh, does he drop him, or or does, or does he drag him up face first against the cliff face? Uh, you do get him up. It's just that in the attempt, you, you kind of drop him first, and he lands on one of the dwarves below, and and he gets you know frothing mad and, and starts to shout at you, uh, and then everyone leaps onto him. Everyone below leaps onto him and, and claps their mouths over his oh, their hands over his mouth because and you know looking panicked at the lake. I don't know. I think clapping their mouths over would be much more funner. But yeah, anyway. that's, yeah, hilarious. But he's still hurt, and now he's grumbling, and it's it's affecting everyone. Call rope useless, useless dwarfs. Finally, you get him up, and you re- you 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 find that uh, you know his wounds are not luckily reopened or anything. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bit cruel, maybe. And while there's there's some there are some unnerving ripples on the lake, nothing actually resurfaces. At least not yet. So you you have him up. And now what remains is really just following the map, which should be really easy. And, uh, oh, I don't know. I'd say it's an ob one orienteering with a boat. Mm-hmm. They don't even map. have orienteering. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I think orienteering is perception. So for opening up. Yes, yes. Uh, now since it's a beginner's luck test, that doubles the obstacle. So it's two. But you still have six dice, right? So it's still pretty good. Actually, you have seven dice because you have a map uh, and some familiarity with the tunnels. Oh, I could have forked in inconspicuous, dang it. Inconspicuous? Well, <laughs> inconspicuous won't really help if you're trying to organize people. And you're like, um, guys, 
Um, <laughs> don't mind me, but uh, it would help if you're trying to avoid awakening a monster. <laughs> I suppose. Okay, fair enough. I have nothing to help with this, do I? No, and it's in fact a stat test because you haven't opened the skill yet. So this will okay. go under learning skills. So under learning skills, you can write down orienteering and one routing test. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. The obstacle should be two, double to four, because the angry dwarf is distracting you. Right. So it's four. Lovely. But you still have please, seven Please dice. like me dice. So, please like me dice. <laughs> They did. One, two, three, four. Yeah. And lots of sixes. So I would spend that one fate you have. To do what? To open those sixes, to roll three new dice, and hopefully get more successes, meaning you get there quicker, meaning you may return, in fact, to the rest of the dwarves before they're all devoured by strange subterranean okay. things. Okay. I'll spend that then. Awesome. I'm going to record, record that for um, uh, perception. Blaking. Oh, you get another six. Roll that again. Aww. Oh, okay. But that's still seven. So you get there 30% quicker than you would otherwise. You you will repair to camp, and you, you haul the stretcher over to um, Stonebones, who's uh, not luxuriating, but he's, he's taking it easy after having looked after the, the few dwarves who were injured in the battle. Uh, so he comes striding up and uh, looks... Now everything over and goes, well, good work. Huh? Not much for me to do here. Well, um, where's where's the prince and where's, where are the rest of them? I'm going back to find them. They're lost? No, they're looking for the rest of the scouts. Oh, all right. Yes, of course. Uh, one, two, three, four. Um, uh, okay, well, uh, does the prince have any orders or anything? Or should we just look after them like usual? Just look after them and keep each other safe. All right. Um, sh- should you take someone with you back, maybe? I don't think you guys can spare anybody. I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> About I'd, Ty. I'd really <laughs> rather... Yes, yes, right. There's Ty. Of course. I keep forgetting Ty. He likes it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. He likes to be forgotten. Okay. Yeah, in fact, I think he's standing there sort of uh, hoping not to be picked for the scouting team. Oh, he's a kid who wants to not be picked last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's frozen there, eyes wide, and then Stomos looks over to him and he goes, Oh, you could take that one. Ty? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I, I need to fill up my skin and, uh, no, that. Ty, come on. Come with me. Damn it all. Yes. Come um, with me now. Oh, fine, fine. Uh, he's going to look at him just like deadly serious because it's it's obvious that he doesn't think that side's going to be much up. You can climb a rope, right? Of course I can climb a rope. Good. Don't get left behind. And he just like runs off because he knows he's going to have to run. To oh, wait, wait. And, you know, <laughs> he starts hopping after you. So you start rushing back. I'm not going to make you test anything here. It's, it's, uh, Please don't. <laughs> no, this would totally be let it ride. You're, you're going back, but kind of speedily. With the tie in tow. Meanwhile, in the flaming brewery, yes, the flaming you know, dwarfs uh, are flaming. Updated my beliefs, and I will, and I'll say this <laughs> for the listening audience: I will rescue my apprentices from the clutches of the evil spirit. <laughs> that sounds appropriate. Good luck on that. <laughs> so, 
so I see Fror lifting the chalice up up in the air, right? Laughing madly as he's burning, as his beard is right. burning, as as everything is burning to- around him. I, t- I, t- I toss my hammer to my left hand, reach down, grab Trader Bane, lean back, what? and Trader throw it. Bane? I'm sorry, what? Oh, that. Okay. My axe. The axe. Yes. Yeah. Lean back and throw it at the cu- at the chalice held held aloft. <laughs> and your intent is what to distract him to get it away from him? Cut off his hand. Dwar- that's a dwarven axe. I'm cl- trying to c- cleave that chalice in two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's trying to add another title to his character is what he's trying to do. <laughs> chalice. Uh, what? <laughs> curse breaker. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, next time, next time, please don't invite Ulfkel. His titles are too long. <laughs> <laughs> Up to three, right? For Persona? Can't spend more than three, though, right? No, uh, but you can spend right. three. So the big question is, what's what's my obstacle to, to do this? Because, of uh, course, it's going to be doubled. He's <laughs> kind of holding it up. It's, it's in a kind of gesture of triumph, so it's kind of still. He's not, you know, jerking it around, uh, and it's fairly close. Yeah. I'd say a one, except that you have an obstacle... You have a plus one obstacle for the the burning. Oh. You're burning. So it's right two, two, and it doubles to four, and I have six dice. I'll spend oh, two. Oh, you don't have throwing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I also don't have axe. So basically, an axe actually did the calculation. Axe would be worse than throwing. So I'm using throwing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this at a festival once. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, this fandom do this once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to spend two percent and take it up to eight dice, just so maybe doing a lot of damage to that damn thing and cutting it in half. Uh, so where are you where are you putting the uh, which stat are you using and where are you putting the? Uh, we worked it out. It came out to a six. So yeah, so it would have to be perception, ability, yes, and you you're using perception. Give me six dice. So I'm going to spend two persona, make it eight dice. Remember to put those down on perception and fire in the hole. Ooh. Literally. Now, is that enough to actually cleave the cursed chalice in half? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, and two sixes against four. Uh, no. No, it would not be. Therefore, I'll piss spend the fate point to pop the sixes. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't I succeed? Oh, well. Right. Well, you, you dent it grievously. <laughs> and it flies. It's, it wasn't so, necessarily your intent, but I feel like it, it's appropriate. Uh, it flies out of his hands, of course, from the impact. So does my axe just bounce backwards from it? It does not return to your hand, no. No, no, uh, but it does bounce back more or less in my... Well, bounces off of the direction. It's but, heavier yeah. than the chalice, so both the axe and the chalice, chalice go flying backwards into the debris and fire. Dark. You should have the axe in his hands instead of the chalice. <laughs> and then we'll decide what he does with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Fror looks at you like you are mad and, and crazy, and, and he, he points at you and, and screams, You betrayer! You would steal the chalice from me! And, and he pulls out his belt knife and comes at you like crazy. So, at what point does he realize that he's on fire? Hasn't yet. <laughs> okay. No. Or at least he's so, too mad to notice or care. And he's not wearing a helmet. No, in fact, his hair is on fire. <laughs> well, I still have my hammer in my other hand. It's just a matter of taking the two-handed stance, and I have reach on him. 
There's no such thing as non-lethal damage in Burning Wheel, is there? Uh, if, if this is a versus test, so if your intent is to knock him out or incapacitate him in some way, then that can totally be your intent. Yep. You know, though, he's trying to kill you, or at least grease to incapacitate kill. you. So uh, I think this is a bloody versus. Uh, but I have reach on him, though. You do? I have a, yes. You do. What do the dwarves outside do besides stand and, and horror? Well, uh, since Oathkill is not privy to uh, that from over the preceding no walls of flame, I, I haven't... Um, I mean, at, at some point, either I, yell, I, yeah, some point I yell for Scully or he appears magically at my side or something. I don't have no idea. Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm, too, I'm too bothered with my apprentices right now to worry about going outside. This is only going to make his, his various... Uh, speeches to new recruits worse. This <laughs> 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 is literally like, like, it actually happened. <laughs> like, a curse! <laughs> His beard was literally aflame with madness. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your hammer skill, and you get an... It's, op- not, it's not great, but it's, I have... Uh, well, you get a die for having the longer weapon, and mm-hmm. uh, you are, in fact, armored, so... Yep. He's not really armored, though, so uh, yeah. let's skip that. Uh, uh, I do get a plus one obstacle, though, because I'm on fire. Of course, yes. <laughs> you don't have a shield. Uh, you have some kind of heavy mail, but I think it's only partial, right? So uh, I'll give you two dice right. for that. Divide them up. That's right. We divide them between defense and, and offense. Yeah. So what are we up to now? We're up to five? Yeah, I had three dice base, and then it's... So one for longer weapon, so four. And two for armor, uh, six. Do you have any, like, appropriate forks that you can think of? Brawling. Yes, he's coming at me. You know, he's basically, he's not using knife skills. He's just got a knife in his hand. Well, he's slashing at you, yes. I, I imagine I can use brawling and use my brawling experience to figure out how to make sure I can, like, dodge out of the way. Uh, okay, knowing knowing how what his reach is and such, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. So that's another dice. So that's a total of eight dice then, right? Uh, or seven. seven dice. And I don't think I can actually bring in anything else uh, other than trying to use course persuasion, but that's not going to work. It's just still no. too late for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be like and, you know, pat his shoulder and go. And, <laughs> and I can't fork in intimidation because I have still learning skill. Well, you'd have to do that yeah. before, right? You'd have to like yeah. attempt to intimidate him first, so he's hesitating, and then you whack him over the head. Let's see. Okay, so he's going to fork at his brawling. He has a knives of three and uh, a brawling of two, so that's four dice. And I guess I'm going to divvy it up into one defense, since I have to, and three attack. Hmm. I'm going to use physical dice here, since it's easier for me. Uh, four and six for offense. Semicolon three and six for defense. But he's only got one die. No, I still want three. Let's do on three. Um, you know, I got a point of persona left over. I'm spending that, making that five dice offense. All right. And my goal is to, is to knock him out. Of course. Yes. All right. So I roll. I'll spend that fate point and pop that six. I wish I had a fate point. Oh, a uh, four, five, <laughs> six on the, on the attacks and a one for the defense. So he has no defense <laughs> successes at all. He's wide open, which seems appropriate. 
one, two, three, four uh, successes, and two and two successes on his on his de- on my defense. All right, so one gets through. Interesting. Okay. Four get through on him. So, so is that a light or what is that? Uh, okay. Well, I think that's a three. So uh, that's that's a B three and um, superficial. Okay, so you take another superficial. Yes, once you've taken a third, you take it. Those three become a light wound instead. Does that now mean I actually have a, a plus two obstacle? Yes, my yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right. Ouch! And but you give yeah. him quite a bit of a wallop for which he has no defense. <laughs> Do I knock him out, or does he? Or is he still? How many how many successes did you have? Four. Four, okay. Against nothing. One, two. Uh, so the ad is two. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, you know, there's nothing for it. He just dives in. Try as you might, you just can't get a great soft smack in the, in the right place, and you really crack him, over, crack him over the skull. He's still alive. But you know, you but, you give him a wallop in the in the in the uh, process. He slices you across the hand, and he just collapses under under your hammer. Uh, uh, and you know, there's blood pouring down behind his hair, um, behind his ear, and he's senseless. He's out, uh, but he's not dead yet. At least he's still oh, burning. So that, yeah, yeah, he's still. I'm burning. So is the other guy. So. <laughs> yeah, you can you can hear him screaming. You can hear hear Kim uh, screaming in the back somewhere. Yeah, yeah. This is the point where I yell, "Scully, get in here!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a question. <laughs> you hear a bunch of swearing and mad shouting, and somewhere in the back, but it's kind of obscured by the roar of the flames. Difficult for me. One difficult. There, uh, there. Are, I guess two individual tests. So it would be one. Uh, you, you count the um, the most difficult, right? And that would be the the one versus his attack. Uh, is, is Scully hanging my is Scully hanging my way or you don't see him? Damn it! Well, okay, he's not going anywhere well, like right I now. Said, I'm you hanging. can hear voices, you know, shouting somewhere behind all the the crazy rack and flame. For my feet's not going anywhere right now, so I'm I'm heading out and going to try find Kaim and grab him and drag him out of here. And uh, maybe, do you do anything with Thor, or or do you let him just? Is there any place that's not burning around here? The spot where he's lying is not immediately on fire. All right. Um, damn, damn, damn. It's magical fire. I don't know. I think my, my water flask out in this squirt. Does it put the fire out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you empty it, it it's out. But you're yeah. still burning. And I'm thinking about Kime, and then I, then I stop, and stop for a second. Uh, he's still alive. He's still running around. Do I see my axe? Uh, no. In fact, it's somewhere behind all the crazy flames and the spirit who's still screaming. And do I see the chalice? No, you do not. Both the axe and the chalice went flying into the flames and rack. Did I see which way either one went? Yes, of, of course. You have to get past right. uh, the spirit, of course, if you want to get at either. Oh, I'm just going to ignore this, the damn spirit. I'm going to just walk right through the flames and head for and head where I think my axe went. You could walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, run. <laughs> you may have a lot of willpower. I don't know if you have that much willpower. <laughs> I guess this is uh, the session for speed tests. Uh, I so guess this would test. be a versus test. Your speed versus her flaming magic. Because she's going to stop you, whatever. Well, no matter what. Well, I got two, so I didn't. I don't make it. 
Well, uh, I don't know yet, but she has six dice. One, two, five, see, uh, well, three successes. And you had two? So what happens is, uh, you want to absolutely get past it. You, you, you make a run for it and then this just roaring wall of licking, lapping flames shoot up in front of you. And then, you know, you try to sidestep that and then, uh, another, uh, one of these like little volcano bursts come up beneath your feet and you have to leap back and you're just, just, just getting nowhere. She's just pouring off uh. fire, pointing to stuff everywhere that's wet. Just leaps into flame, barring mm. their way. Being a nogger, that's sort of kind of semi-religious, but not quite correct. <laughs> well, uh, I'd, I'd say the dwarves certainly take it to religious extremes. It's, it's certainly to dwarves a quote-unquote hallowed uh, drink. I'd say that. So you, you know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out some way if I can just simply use my use uh, uh, instead of opening up another skill to sort of. Um, Depends on what you're trying to do. I'm trying to get past her. You just tried. You didn't. Uh, didn't. So now you have to figure out something else. I really want to dispel her, but I don't have any magical skills. I'm not a priest, even though I am an auger. She has a spell of nog. Yes. Can, can I rack my brain for any any uh, spirits that, that may be associated with Nog, good or evil? Sounds like I'm opening up <laughs> Nog-wise. <laughs> this is totally something you've never seen before, and it feels, yeah. it feels really wrong. I guess you could attempt... I, I need to do I know it's too, a, but, but opening up a wise in this case to figure something out uh, would be appropriate, or looking at wises you have and... Beer-wise... This is sadly a little... Out of regular my area league, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it sounds like I I, I actually have to open up Nogwise, or not Nogwise. Um, remember my uh, religious teachings as a kid. Well, I mean, you could always go with Ghostwise or Curses Wise, or yeah, let's go, let's do that, Curses Wise. So, yeah. so it's it's all tied to that damn chalice. Well, that's, that's why I've been trying to destroy it. I figure if I can destroy that damn chalice, I'd probably break her power. Curses or vengeful spirits-wise to figure out a way to to do that. Something like that. Either one's good, so... And we're probably going to run into more spirits. So, you know, I'll take the vengeful spirits-wise. That would totally dovetail nicely with the <sighs> ghost of the elven mon- uh, etharch. <laughs> Alright, so... I'm trying to rack my brain for some way to either placate her or or banish her. <laughs> not not banish not banish her, but you know, placate or or at least give me a way, give me an edge to get get past her. I mean, since it's a wife, I think it should be fair oh, for you to say, I think this thing will work. Then you test, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if you get enough successes, then. It's right. If you don't get enough successes, maybe it's right, but with a modification, or it's completely wrong. Which okay. is educational. <laughs> so I'm opening up to, it up to you. Now, you have a few things to go with. The, you know, she smelled of nog. She yes, she smelled of nog. Uh, you are in the uh, one of the old opal breweries. You uh, Which nog does she smell of? Uh, none you've, you've uh, smelt before. In fact, it's, it's almost defined. It's unique. Right? It's, yeah. yeah, it's unique. It's one of the legendary nogs. It could be. Not all of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, as in, not, they all taste great, but not all of them are good for you. <laughs> I sort of stop, I look around, I see, you know, the, 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 the debris of the brewery and so forth. 
So I grab a, a hoop, you know, when the barrel hoops and I lay it out and I start reciting the, the homage to the, to the great, to the great goddess of, of, of Nog. Basically, I'm going to try to make, uh, this may sound crazy, a portable circle of protection using beer hoops. <laughs> <laughs> so I just walk right through her flames and they just won't bother me. Dwarven folk, <laughs> folk magic, yes. So what you want to do here is protect yourself. Yes. Uh, now, do you want to make this kind of a protective hula hoop so you can walk around, or do you want to just lay it down so you're... Well, I'm figuring it's going to be more than one hoop. So it's sort of like something I can uh, tie together. You know, the hoop's facing out, you know, the, the hoop's on, on edge in a circle. That's a lot of hoops. That's a lot of hoops, and then not all of them are very good. Oh, wait a second. There were, are there, were those two good hoops still there? Uh, yeah, I'll be nice and say you can get to them without burning yourself horribly. Okay, you know, I have two good hoops. Yank them up. I'll try the hula hoop, but I'll use both of them. I have one, like, at shoulder height and then with little bits of string, one down about about knee height. Finding a bit of, a bit of uh, soot or whatever, charred, charred wood, and writing runic, runic symbols on the edge. I don't, maybe you can cross them like a Mexican bandit. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, but that uh, I'm, I'm thinking more like this. he's like he's making a I'm making a virtual barrel. So one around your neck and one around your waist. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you're making a uh, a virtual nog barrel for protection. Hoping right. desperately so, it will work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's so That's what's a so lot of pain. <laughs> I think it's a fun idea, so let's make it an ob three. So that'll be an ob six then. Uh, yes, but it will go toward opening the um, skill. The skill. So I roll, and what did I get? One, two, three, three. Uh, let me give you the- an advantage die for uh, having like the stuff. Oh, so I'll just roll an extra die real quick. I'll spin a fate and see if I can pop that six. Nope. Okay, this is where I was I was saving this for the dragon, if there was a dragon, but deeds double your results, am I correct? Ah, uh, you have to spend it before, I'm sorry. Ah, poo. Oh, well. So, you know, it does, yeah. I, I, it would have been I, appropriate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you do this whole get-up. For a moment, you're like, you think, because there's a pause in, in her screaming and raving, and in your head, it's it's kind of working. But then the fire leaps up again, and and, and she just she just makes this gesture at you, and this tongue of fire just starts leaking out from her along the floor toward you, and you can tell right away that, okay, this is not working. So you have to leap out of the way. Luckily, you still have one of the hoops. It might be valuable. Yeah. Who knows? But now one of Fror's legs uh, are on fire again. And it's like, ah, crap! And yeah. you are very much... I doubt, th- he, I, I doubt he says, ah, crap, at this point. Because he probably has a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, I'm sitting there. I got one good hoop. I'm looking at, you know, do- dodging back and forth. Damn you! And I take it, and I'm going to frisbee it right, right at her. <laughs> <laughs> As Keem comes barreling through the, the flames, all afire, uh, you know, screaming, and we cut back to the uh, watery possibility of death instead of fire. So, Fandral has a hold on the collar of... Oh, shit, okay, I didn't realize it was that late. Gah! <laughs> One cliffhanger wasn't enough. Let's go with two! <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of three, I guess. I mean, will Slate make it back in time? <laughs> and so forth. Uh, let's see, real quick, uh, Arto Awards. I think it's just going to be a few fate points, but uh, still. Yeah, I haven't rescued my apprentices yet. 
and mm. none of the missing extra other missing dwarves are discovered yet mm. either. You know what? I'm I'm tempted to award a fate for Slate's return the missing scouts and return. I mean, the returning didn't need a test, really. You are returning, right? Oh, the crossbow. We forgot about that. Oh, that too. Crap. Ah. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to retroactively say you maybe you just left it with stone bones. Uh-oh. Un- <laughs> unless you think... I, 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 I like that. <laughs> He's he's basically he's so busy. He's, yeah, he's got other things on his mind. So yeah, the crossbow here. Hold on to this, uh, um, Bruno's. I mean, I mean, just fair enough. It would go completely against what you want to accomplish. So you could have just as easily have left it with one of the scouts who knows. Or if you want to retroactive it, Bruna <laughs> follows her crossbow. Yes, yes, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so uh, definitely a persona for that then. Okay, uh, and I'll cross that out because. Uh, I'm gonna go with the retroactively. I just gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, and I'm giving you a persona for for uh, you know getting the the scouts you found back to camp. Uh, yeah, I got seven persona now. <laughs> seven? <laughs> Holy cat! Slate doesn't really use his persona. <laughs> no, no, no. I I use it. <laughs> I don't hoard it. <laughs> what is this concept of persona beyond two or three? <laughs> Well, not everyone is threatened with being drowned and burned alive. So I guess the little things don't matter so much. I lead an interesting life. <laughs> for the rest of you, I think Fandor's totally going for finding the remaining captured scouts. So that is one fate for Fandral. You have found a way into Scoria, but it's not open yet. So, um, And it wasn't really pursued at this time, so nothing for that. And you definitely, you should get a persona for attempting to rescue your axe bearer from the tentacled horror, as you wrote down. To persona, uh, fate, fate, you gods, to fate for uh, attempting that. And for Flint, well, did not attempt to open any doors. You did attempt to find out what happened to the missing scouts, so guessing that's a persona. One persona for Flint. And for Ulfkel. I haven't quite rescued them yet. No, so that's uh, I guess you've attempted to to pacify the spirit, though, which is part of that idea. So I'd, yeah. I'd give you a fate for that. And I, and I, any crazy traits that came into play or made things weird? Not really. Other than you know impulsiveness, or <laughs> if we did, if he did that, I'd have so much fate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, you could have played that up and gone with uh, grabbing the chalice. I guess it's better not to be a crazy uh, nog slave than having an extra fate. And yeah, I, I think that's really it for today. Oh, it's a whole place. setting. Yeah, but uh, there's of course workhorse and MVP. Considering that you were all over the place, maybe a little difficult to vote on. But you, do you think there was anyone who had the right skill, the right gear, slaving away behind the scenes? Well, if the prince would have actually hit with his hand axe, I would have certainly given it to him for that. <laughs> I was just kind of spread rather evenly. It's like yeah. No one really stands out. We don't have to award it. Oh, I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, then nominate because, someone. <laughs> because yeah. someone needs a persona to spend. 
<laughs> oh, and uh, well, yeah, there there is that. I really don't th- think uh, Flint did anything particularly spectacular t- today. Well, it's not necessarily about spectacular. It's it's more about being present, helping, seeing other characters safely through danger, uh, having the gear you need or the skill you need to get stuff happening. Well, let's go with the prince then. Since he had the maps, he had the hand axe, he went in after his own people. Mm-hmm. So let's, do, let's go with the prince. Yeah. That's yeah. At least that's my, uh, my nomination. What do you think, Slate? No complaints. Okay. Nope. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Workhorse yes, Persona yes. for Fandral. And yeah, I, I don't know if MVP is even really applicable, but... Nah, yeah. too many cliffhangers. <laughs> Nobody resolved anything and Everyone's se. really spread out, right? So I'll be going into the next game with no persona. Interesting. I think you should consider priming some beliefs then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> running really fast. <laughs> well, as we ended, Kaim came running to the flames, and he's still on fire, and, and Fror is on the ground. I could just simply grab them and we head out. But I just, I really want to get rid of this damn spirit because it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a problem in the future. There's certainly something for- like a deeds point in it for you if you do. Or die trying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll rescue my princess from the clutches of the evil spirit by defeating her. No, no, uh, friend. I, I remind not. you, you have you have an old axe, you have an old dagger, you have a mystic ring, and a strange necklace amulet thing that you have picked up. Those are four items you have that you haven't really examined that might be mm. of use. Stuff from the the two dwarf corpses. Remember? Oh, yes, that's right. Actually, unless you took possession of the jewelry and the weapons, they're, I guess, in the respective boxes. Nah, I I probably pocketed the ring and the uh, amulet thingamajigger just to make sure that no one else makes off with it. Right, right. Probably the weapons are in the box, back in the boxes there with with Scully. Well, I hope you had a little fun. (laughs) (laughs) Buckets. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Cool. Um, Catch you all later. I've yes. got guests. Whatever so. next. Okay. Like. Okay. Take care. Later. I activate Turbo Greed. <laughs> <laughs> so greed that greedy that uh, the dwarves next to me have to make a greed check. <laughs> wow, that guy is so greedy. <laughs> It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.